Hello there. Hello there, and welcome to the Sift Takers podcast. I am producer Tim, and this time I'm hosting. I've, I've got full control. I'm jo- <laughs> I am joined by Colm Brown. Hello there. And we're joining us again is the IQ players of Rob Ram. Hello there. And Stuart Block. Hello there. So we've just finished the four-round team challenge where IQ Games have travelled across to us. And it was the 717 that we chatted about last Friday. And I am pleased to say that the general public can rest assured that Sift Takers have won. We won three rounds to one. So I wouldn't say it was a complete landslide, though. No, no, no. It was 3-4, uh, some decisive, some very close games, like pulling you. Yeah, I think we, we won two rounds, 4-3, 1-5-2, and then you won one round, 4-3. Four, three. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, very close. I think everyone's had a cracking day. Obviously, a few grumbles as such, uh, you know, from... Um, you know, roles and, and matchups and this, that, and the other, but which happens anyway. Uh, but generally, I think everyone's enjoyed the team format, and it's obviously a, a bit of a change. Uh, would you agree? Yeah, it, well, it's a case of like just because you've lost your game, it doesn't mean the end of the world. Like, a lot of our team members um, lost, but the, we managed to win the round, content like with the majority winning. So it's not just up to you; it's a whole team effort, which is quite nice. It takes a bit of stress off you. Definitely, yeah, yeah. I think I think that is always the case. I mean, I think we ended up with a couple of rounds where actually it was the seventh and final match to yeah. finish yeah. that actually decide the round. Yeah. But sometimes it is nice to know, oh yeah, we've already won, won our first four games. You guys can just chill out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it does does make it a bit easier. I think you guys obviously want to have us back for a rematch. Yeah. Um, so that will be uh, quite an interesting matchup again. You know, do we change players? Do you change lists? And again, a bit of a sort of you know bit of cat and mouse about what people may or may not take it'd be more slam talk of course yeah, yeah it'll be more videos and, and yeah we'll have to work harder this time because we're on a back foot from, yeah. from the last we'll have get... to make sure that we really demoralise them before the next <laughs> yeah. round when you get a budget <laughs> yeah, yeah. we'll I mean, hire an editor <laughs> when, when I put the, the event post up or the podcast post I will link the tabletop TO post so if you want to come along and have a look uh, it was four random matchups, so there's been no pairing process like you get at some of the bigger team events. Jack Mooney, with the list that he didn't want to fly of double infiltrator, went four and zero. And top the S, the, uh, the strength, uh, stop, top the MOV as well. well. Yeah, yeah, he was the, yeah the only player that went four and zero. Um, so I think that just shows Jack's caliber. Pretty good. Uh, and, and possibly a bit of luck. But the first thing Jack said after he won his fourth game was like, "Oh, there's still crap." <laughs> <laughs> I think, I think that's what sometimes you have to do in, the, in team matchups. Is sometimes you just have to put good players on lists that other people don't fly, and just hope that their natural ability at the game yeah. sort of carries them through. I mean, that's obviously what we did with Republic. I understand, you know. But yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a good day. I really enjoyed actually playing a list that I've not flown before. So uh, you know, the Jedi did all right. The Tor- Torrents were great. Um, Torrents are boss. Yeah, uh, <laughs> me, me and Stuart played the uh, the mirror match at the end, and w- our torrents were just like outshining. Yeah, out- outshining the Jedi. We're like, why have we even brought these wizards along? Let's just. <laughs> yeah. So um, I, I think the Sinker Swarm, Sinker Swarm yeah, might, might make an appearance. Yeah, might might get a bit of a play at the club. So um, no, it's been nice to play a bit of you know, sort of different and seeing more different lists as well. Because obviously we couldn't all take the top meta lists and, and sort of mix it up. We talked about it before, didn't we? There was no rebel beef hmm. at all in, in the matchups. Mm. Rebel salad from our little world. A little bit of rebel salad, but mo- you know most of the ma- most of the, the lists were off meta. Yeah, yeah. yeah. everyone yeah, sort of yeah. took a little bit else because people have their own things that they like to fly. 
also like everyone was flying not what they would fly like like Jack with um, Han Jake was was asked sort of given what would be there and we found out last week that it wasn't yeah so it's kind of nice that with a lot of people with a lot of people off their normal faction mm. they had to build a list that they would feel comfortable with rather yeah. than what is necessarily the best list in that faction yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's like it's opened stuff up as well for people so like we mentioned on the last episode that neither of us really have teams that play First Order a lot mm-hmm. um, so Paul played First Order for you it didn't seem like he had a great time uh, Chris played it for us and he actually really liked the list so he's going to he did sp- lose to a 10 year, 11 year old Chris he, he lost just, again just so everyone knows just, again just, Chris, we put that out there Chris makes a habit of losing to 11 year olds but he's still going to play some more First Order so. I've, I've never seen a man so terrified at the end of that game with his uh, blackout on uh, one hole, running away from the one hole, <laughs> Arvel Crinid, Arvel Crinid, and the panic in his face—he just didn't know what to do. And Will was just just chasing him, and yeah, it was uh, it was a beautiful sight. And uh, we obviously won't let Chris forget. But because it's a team event, our, our entire team, like the IQ members, are just standing around Will. And when the like when Chris essentially bl- um, blanked out on the one hit, yeah. Um, just the cheer erupted it yeah. brilliant it's, it's that supporting of your team that yeah. you, you makes it the fun when you do one of these team events isn't it you know, yeah. you're actively you're not not only you, in a normal tournament even if you're rooting for your teammates sometimes you're going oh but they might push me out of that cut and that's yeah, not good whereas yeah. here you, you there's no reason for your team to not do well you don't worry about meeting them again in a round you don't worry about yeah. them pushing you out of anything it is full support for your yeah. team all the time isn't it so yeah, cool. So um, yeah, we'll go, hopefully look at a rematch at some point where we'll go up to IQ. Mm. As I say, I think uh, there, there was a bit of chatter, possibly from Just Play and maybe Harlequins to get involved, mm. and maybe we'll end up with some sort of Northwest team uh, event going on, sort of club based, and yes, yeah, so yeah. sev- seven uh, uh, seven factions as such, which I think would be very different to what we've seen a lot in the UK yeah. before. So yeah, um, you know, thank you very much for the challenge, guys. Yeah, it's it's good. Been, uh, That's great. Yeah. Always good to support the local community and, and all that sort of stuff. And, you know, getting getting the, the connections between the two clubs going is, is is a good thing. Yeah, definitely. I think it's uh, it's nice to so we you know so you know, we sort of like sort of picking who, which players we're going to be playing. We've actually been able to get some of our sort of lesser known players as such. You know, the ones that don't travel to many events actually out playing. Uh, and I think that we were chatting earlier at lunch break about the size of our club. Say we, we have the ability to do that, but there's no reason why you know you guys couldn't rotate around some of your players as well and yeah I think but it'd be good even for a small club that's not got many players you might not have many tournament players because they're worried that they won't do very well or they're worried that they're, you know, they're going to place badly but if you bring them to a team event like this you go well the rest of the team's going to be playing as well so you don't have to win every game yeah. it's a good it's a good way for people who are maybe a bit nervous to get some experience playing, playing a tournament in a bit more relaxed atmosphere as well yeah. So our final thoughts, I thought we'd perhaps just go around the table and just get our perhaps memorable moment from the day. I'll start with myself. I think my first game I was quite worried, you know, Mr Fawcett. But he worries everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so um, John's Poe was very expensive and could basically bully my list completely and resistance A-wings are not great for the Jedi to be chasing. So I was quite worried in this match and it started off quite cagey. Well, I was cagey. John just went five forward. Um, so, uh, yeah, he forced the issue quite a bit. And we exchanged some range three shots. And uh, Burton Ernie, my two torrents, 
they uh, finished off Lulo at range three, which was a bit of a shock. So I think the, the torrents have certainly grown on me uh, over over the day. Um, just not quite throwaway, but you just don't expect much from them. And then they just keep rolling double hits as me and Stuart have in our game, and it's just absolutely nuts. But that kind of set the tempo of, of game one and actually, actually got me off on a pretty good start to the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously, we got the team win there, so that would kind of be my memorable moment for the day. Uh, how about you, Stuart? Oh, I had a, I had a couple. I think um, I think memorable and, and sort of needed was in the initial engagement in my second game against Ed. Uh, he had uh, Marek managed to flank both Matorrents and Ahsoka and he got one shot off in the entire game before he, he managed to eat the direct hit direct hit just popped him um, from a to- again from a torrent who went well I'm not having any of that I'm just going to make him go away um, so that was, and just the look of resignation on his face when he went yep that's what always happens was uh, pretty it think, was, and it was good to, to help you win the game and, and make life a little bit easier I think I think Ed's Ed's advances seem to be struggling with green dice at the moment. Yeah. There's just been times where he just blanks out and then just completely dies. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a mean little list and it was it was a game that had me nervous, but certainly that turn that they have to take the target lock mm. is the, what is the, you've got to pounce on that turn to, to get something out of them then, otherwise you're never going to touch them. Cool. Uh, how about you, Rob? Uh, again, <laughs> game, my first game with Ed. Came down to the final shot where my Dooku had a range one through a debris cloud at Vader. I made out one hole left, so you just needed all the scribbles and all the paints. We, st- we decided I got four. Um, that's it, I needed it all. I thought, oh, we'll roll each dice one at a time. And so a focus, <laughs> like, oh, an evade, oh, another focus. I'm like, I'm just getting <laughs> Craig's Vader's gonna squirrel away in the little blank. There. And that's another one where the entire team was watching. The yeah. <laughs> cheer that goes up from our, from the IQ players as, as as he wins that game was 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 nice. Yeah. Even though we lost the round, but it was still fun. Yeah, to yeah, happen. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And then finally, Colm, have you got anything memorable from the day? I've got two things. So all the moments mentioned so far have either included John Fawcett or Ed Ball. <laughs> <laughs> so the first thing I'll say is in the last round. I played on the table beside John Fawcett and Ed Ball playing each other. I was deaf in about ten seconds. My other moment was in my I first can game. Over here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, guys. Well, I, f- I will be listening. You know that. You don't have to work a computer. <laughs> uh, my other moment was in my first game against John. He rolled his Poe with the Proton Torp in. He focused on Lock Greer, who was behind a rock with a focus token. He got two hits, two crits with the Proton Torp. Uh, Greer rolled four blanks. I thought, oh, that's fine. I'll just heroic that. Four more blanks. Greer got one shot on the first engage. Whoops. I think that made up for the talk that John had against me in the first um, the first game, which was uh, yeah one hit after re-roll. So, yeah, it's um, an interesting day of dice. And with, uh, as you say, other people spectating, there's lots of cheers. And, yeah, yeah it's, it's quite good fun. So um, I think that's pretty much all we've got to talk about. Uh, we'll be back later in the week where we're going to talk about some of the hyperspace trials that have happened over the weekend. Uh, there's been some good turnouts of the Sith takers at those events, um, multiple finals, multiple wins. So I think it's uh, been a pretty good weekend of X-wing all in all. So yeah, thank you very much for listening. Uh, I've been Tim, and it's goodbye from Stuart. Goodbye. Goodbye from Rob. Goodbye. And goodbye from Colm. Goodbye. See you all next time. Bye.